Sponsorship for the Cradle Catholic is provided by El Padrecito Productions. Catholic evangelization with an urban flair. For more information, visit www.elpadrecito.org. If you're looking for quality music production for your film, your music, your podcast, or whatever the case is, contact my boy Sepper Mind at PeteRoseBeats at gmail.com. Time to take you sinners to church now. Ladies and gentlemen, damas y caballeros, from Music in Focus Studio, where we discuss music, faith, community, and tacos. This is the Cradle Catholic Podcast with your host, C26. Stay tuned, stay tuned, we can learn something. When we barbecue, the only time we burn something. My people with me and we never on our own. When we have a guest on, yeah, it's like we at home, uh. Talk with bros and with sisters and we all tight If it's about tacos then we talking all night And if I'm honest I'ma order me some fries Let's talk about hip hop, talk about life, yeah Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Cradle Catholic I'm your host C26 Yo, God is good, y'all. This is episode number four for me of the podcast, and so far we've had a, a great response. We've had more and more listeners, you know, that are tuning in. So, so thank you for listening, and please continue to pray for me and my guests and everybody involved with the podcast. And I, and I hope to have your continued support. And you know, as long as God is is willing to give me this platform, I'm willing to to be His vessel, right, and to be used, right. So uh, today. It's a little bit different for me because I got two guests today. Normally, I only have one, so I don't know if I can handle this, but I'm going to give it my best, right? We got we got two guests. We got a husband and a wife duo, right? A hip-hop duo. And uh, they also sing, right? A little singing, a little rapping. Any dancing in there? No, no dancing? Mm, sometimes. <laughs> hey, and they also have... Uh, roles and leadership right for a discipleship group and and they're from my hometown of fort worth texas y'all yeah hey funky town fort worth whatever hey eight one seven six eight two. let's welcome from true testimony music jp and jessica castagnon aka jp and j dove how y'all doing already already man we excited to be here tonight Hey. Thank you for inviting us. Amen. We're just here to glorify God. Amen. Amen. Jessica, J-Dub. Happy to be here. I'm ready. I'm ready. What you got? Hey. I'm ready to answer those questions. <laughs> I was hoping you could, you could maybe kick it off with a little small, you know, short, sweet prayer for us. Okay. Would you mind doing me that, that favor? Yeah, I don't mind at all. Hey, let's do this. Thank you, Jesus. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for tonight. I thank you, Father, for this opportunity. I thank you for my brother Carlos and this podcast and everyone who gets a chance to listen to it. I thank you for the seeds that are going to be planted and just um, you being here with us tonight. I thank you that your presence is already here. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 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 So I guess the first question I got for y'all just right off the bat, you know, since we're talking about y'all being married, how long y'all been married now? Uh, you know what? Let me ask JP. I'm gonna put you on the spot. You better get it right, bro. She's sitting right there. <laughs> All right. So you better get this right, bro. I got this, man. Hey. I believe it's 11 years. Has it been 11 years? Is that is since that right? Since 2009. Look, she don't even. I know. know. Like, since, since 2009. <laughs> since 2000. That's 11 years. Yeah. If my math is correct, and I'm years. not too good at math, but I I did graduate high school, so uh, I I know a little bit of something, right? Yeah. Um. 
how'd y'all meet? Where, did y'all meet in school? Did y'all meet? No, we met through cousins, from, but at church, really. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah it's crazy because, um, you know, even though I was out there thugging in the streets, you know, I still grew up in church as well. Uh, went to church for all the wrong reasons. Okay. But, okay. Um, you know, I'm thankful for those those times that I did go to church. But we did meet in church uh, through um, family and friends. And So, like, my guy cousins are, like, his boys. And okay. his girl cousin is my best friend, like, still to this day. Okay. And everyone, okay. when we grew up, everyone thought she was my cousin. And everyone thought my boy cousins were his cousins. Okay. So then when we did get together, people were like, I thought y'all were cousins or like, nope. <laughs> yeah, we had to check them real quick. Nope. Hey. We ain't. We just grew up together like everyone. Yeah. Speaking of your cousins, I went to middle school and high school with one of JP's cousins. Uh, I still call her Shorty. But, you know, Michelle. Okay, Michelle. Oh, yeah. Michelle, yeah. She's in my, my discipleship group. Is she? Yeah. That's what's up. That's that's the homie right there. Shout out to Michelle. What's up, Michelle? Already. Hey. I like that you said that you... We're thugging, right? You were doing your thing in the streets for a while, but you did have that that background in the church. Because I think that's a common theme with a lot of people that I talk to. The seed was planted, maybe not cultivated all the way, right? But it was there, and it provided a foundation for you to come back to, something for you to fall back on, right? Let's let's kind of step back to that point, man, to that time where, where you're you're in the streets, you know, you're kind of in and out of the church a little bit, right? Well, this is what, going back to the early 2000s or what is this? In 2009 is when, you know, really I, I decided to change my life. Okay. But I'm thankful because all the times going to church, I knew that there was better for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I knew that there was something greater. And also just knowing my friend here, Jessica J-Dove, you know, just knowing her and and allowing God to use her in my life, you know, it, it just, it kind of all went together. You know, me going to church as a kid and, and, and not really knowing what the future was gonna hold, but I mean, th there's no way you could run from the Holy Spirit, you know right, what I mean? Right. So even as a kid, going to church and going to church camps, you know, I can act as hard as I want yeah. But if you're in the presence of God, man, he just has a way of, of just really revealing himself to you. So y'all go back all the way back then. Yes. yes. Way so back. Way, back. way back. I yeah. mean, we we saw each other grow up into adulthood. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, and our, our paths went a separate way for a while because, you know, he kept choosing that lifestyle. My story, yes, I was raised in church, but I fell in love with Christ, you know, and I, I really was walking that walk. Yeah, yeah. And then, so I went off to Bible college and I'm like, nice. I was like, Lord, get me out of Fort Worth. Cause I was so done with like the thugs, you know? And yeah, I was like, yeah. I don't want that attitude. And and so while the Lord was working on my heart and changing like my, even my speech, you know, cause we yeah. had a lot of attitude mm -hmm. and, you know, always repping, you know, God yeah. had to change that. You know, I rep Jesus. It doesn't matter what city I come from. It doesn't matter, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so as I was changing and stuff, I mean, we kind of kept in contact. It was crazy because when I was away at Bible College, I called him from a payphone one morning. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> What's a payphone? I, I, I don't remember yeah. those. What are those? You know what not, yeah, not everybody knows what that is. <laughs> no, you put like 50 cents in it. <laughs> Hey. But we we go way back, man, way back, and it's crazy how God always brought us back on this yeah. together, though. 
Yeah, and you gotta understand, man, at this time in 2009, I was like, you know, drinking every day heavily from seven in the morning to, to I go to sleep and going to jail for public intoxication three days in a row, you know, just, just dumb stuff. And I was living that way, but I was tired of that. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like yeah. really like tired. Like I'll get to the point where I'm drinking beer and you can't even drink it no more, you know? But yeah. but you're still hard headed and you still Yeah, you're still trying to down. you know what I'm saying? But your body don't even want to accept it. It got that bad. So Yeah. At that point she was like, Man, look, if this is all that you're about, then you know, I I I, I can't do anything with you, you know? I left, I okay. come back, he has two older kids, okay. you know, okay. and so I was married before and I thought this person was going to take me away and it turns out like it was all wrong. I mean, it was horrible, but nobody knew because okay. everyone always saw me as, you know, oh, she's got it together. And so the Lord even delivered me from like self-righteousness and, and condemnation because I went through a divorce and like shame. And so that's when at that point in my life, I started hanging back out with my cousins. Okay. And then boom, who's chilling still with my cousin? That's uh, where I get back to my homie JP, yeah, hey, right? Hey, yeah. But see, he he was you know showed a lot of respect, and, and I I felt comfortable, like secure. I didn't see him as a you know man, you know a threat or so. Then it became like if I wanted like security or bodyguard, hey, you want to go with me here? You want to go with me there? And we just started hanging out and kicking it. Yeah, yeah. And that's where, and he would, because of what I was going through, I was in a broken place. I felt love from my family and from my boy, you know, like yeah. that real kind of love. Yeah, yeah. And I could be myself mm -hmm. and he could be himself, right? And that's where it's like, oh, we're cool just like this. You, yeah. you know, you be you, I be me. We accept each other as is. That's and that was it, you know? And, but, but then one year goes by, <laughs> two years go by, yeah. three years, and it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. And so the the Jesus in her was like, hold up, you know. <laughs> I, I thought you were, gonna, I thought you yeah. were, you know, that was gonna last maybe for like a year or so, and then you know we get over it. But yeah, yeah. but you know that's just the way I really lived. Yeah. And I was always inviting him to church. I stayed involved. Like I went back to my home church, mm -hmm. you know, and and I reunited like where with even you know my youth pastors were my pastors and things like that so yeah. i came back and mended all that and just stayed involved you know and and i when i was around him i was always still you want to go to church you want to come to church <laughs> i'll pick you up like let's go and yeah. or if he didn't go i'd take him a noodle after church hey, <laughs> should have brought some noodle today <laughs> Invite me next time you make it, right? She was a good friend for sure. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's interesting that y'all say that because, you know, uh, I think part of the vocation of marriage, right? Part of that ministry of marriage, right? Is, is that the husband and the wife, you know, point each other to and help each other obtain salvation, you know, and sanctification. And it sounds like that's what y'all were doing. Y'all were helping each other along the way, right? And and that's part of what marriage is all about, right? Is is seeking the salvation of one another's souls right did y'all know that y'all were doing that at the time or was this no kind of just... we were just being friends you know yeah. being there for each other and and even her just being like you know what i can't i can't deal with this anymore yeah even her just kind of pushing me away at the time mm -hmm. led me to to you know what figure out and, and realize man what am i doing yeah. you know I, I need to change my life okay you know, so even with her pushing me away, it helped me. You know what I'm saying? You see. And that was a friendship in her. 
this kind of reminds me of me in a way because uh it sounds like she might have kind of been dissing you at the moment, right? Because my, my wife dissed me, bro. The first time I tried to holler at her, bro. Yeah. And it, 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 I mean, that's were you the dissing way. him at the time, or or were you kind of just I just was already like keeping a safe distance. Trying to yes, I didn't see no change. It's like this is me over here. You know, you can find me in the church, and yeah. I ain't ashamed to say it. And so you made him work to to kind of gain your your respect and your trust and your love, right? Is that well, and there that's a big word, respect. That's yeah. that's the thing too. Like if I'm gonna talk to the ladies, they gotta understand you got to have respect. And when yeah. that respect is gone, why are you wasting your time yeah. with that yeah. guy? You know. Uh-huh. And then if I ever felt because that's what our friendship was also built on. You know that respect, the family, and things like that. But whenever any time I felt that line was crossed, I was like, you know what, deuces. You know, like yeah, that's how yeah. I felt. But well, he was very persistent. I am gonna tell you all that. <laughs> hey. He did not get left though. <laughs> hey, well that's what's up. That's what we gotta do, man. I, I had to be persistent with my wife too, man. Funny story, and I'll make it short because this is about y'all today, man. But I met my wife at CC's Pizza, man. <laughs> we were actually I was just out of high school. Like I had just graduated, and she was still in high school because she's two years younger than me. So I was 18, she was 16, and I walked in and I tried to spit some weak game at her man i was like oh man i should have been ashamed of myself because I had, I had two dudes that i knew that were working with her at the time right and i asked them i said hey where did she go to school they told me oh she goes to everman i was like okay okay cool so i said hey you remember me from everman she's like no you didn't go to everman i was like yeah i did she's like no you're lying to me i was like oh man and to this day she never uh lets me forget the reason i dissed to you at the beginning is because you lied to me uh, and you can't start a relationship with lies with man. lies and I was like, oh man uh so <laughs> good try though bro. Good try. <laughs> yeah well um, for us to get married he changed his life around like he um decided to go to a men's home in midland okay okay and then um for like a week and i was there for like two weeks and um, you know, and, and like I said, I was I was sincere. You know, I was literally crying out to God, yeah. man, change me, because like I said, I was tired at, at that at that point in my life. Tired of being broken. But I didn't get rooted or grounded, to I be honest. You. you know what I'm saying? That yeah. was just that was just a place where I gave my life to the Lord, and then but instantly though, God told me like, you know what, you need to go back and, and get right with Jessica, and yeah. you know, yeah. get married, okay, and, and because you can't be messing around and, and and living like that you know so that was one thing that we that i made sure that i did whenever i went back to fort worth and uh we got married yeah so that was a blessing it was just something wanted to be with each other and, and be with each other the right way in god's eyes yeah yeah i wanted to rewind about uh, more than conquerors because oh, god yeah. put that vision in your heart okay okay, okay so let's hear about this <laughs> you said more than conquerors is that what you're talking yes. about Look, who wants to tell the story? Whenever I was in Midland, Texas, that's where I believe the whole vision of, of, of what we do now, ministering to the streets, I believe that got birthed. I looked at my own life and I was like, man, if God can change me, then I know he can change other people. I just want to go back to the streets and introduce Jesus to people that were just like me. And Amen. then the whole scripture, more than conquerors through Christ Jesus who loved us, came about so we started a street ministry yeah. called more than conquerors okay and at that point it was like well why is it that and i was thinking well because you know god's given us this 
you know, power to overcome and, and conquer drugs, alcohol, you know, whatever yeah, it is that yeah. a sinner is battling. That was a vision of street ministry, you yeah. know, and that was always, you know, on our heart. I know you mentioned that, that uh, JP has, you have two older children? Yes. Okay. And then do you all have children together as well? Mm-hmm. We have one son. One son. Nine-year-old. Yeah. Nine-year-old. Little JP. Little JP. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what's it's up. our miracle man. baby. By the way, what does JP stand for? It's John Paul. John Paul. Hey, yeah. hey that's what's Juan up. Juan Pablo. Juan Pablo. <laughs> hey, that's what's up. The birth of your son was kind of a pivotal moment, maybe, in your lives? You know, I found out I was pregnant, and my due date was November the 9th. Okay. But little JP came early. He was a preemie, and he came September 28th. So he was about seven months, uh, after about seven months he was born? So he's about two months early, more or less? Yeah, 34 weeks is what they said. And okay. um, he was only like two pounds, oh, wow. a couple ounces. So yeah. from the very beginning of our marriage, you know, something... There was something a battle. Dress. Yeah, yeah. yeah battle. you know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody imagines, um, you know, happened to leave your, your baby in the NICU. You know what I mean? Like, we yeah. didn't imagine that. We were like, okay, you're going to have a crazy. normal pregnancy, you yeah. know. And, but then all of a sudden, she had a doctor's visit and then... The doctor was like, oh, hold up. You know, I think the baby, I think little JP wasn't breathing correctly. And then they were like, he oh. He wasn't growing like his- the way he was supposed to be growing. And okay. his, um, you know, they measured the head they threw all that. And I was like, it's like a movie, you know, like yeah. she got quiet and I'm all happy waiting. And she's like, you're the doctor's going to see you and give you some more information. Okay. I was like, what? Yeah. And then, then they had to put me on bed rest, like immediately. Everything happened so fast. I had to be put on bed rest. They had to monitor me, you know. And then at that point, it was like, I don't receive it because they were like the blood flow and the umbilical cord. He could be brain damaged. He could be stillborn. Yeah. All this kind of stuff they tell you. But I was like, nope, nope, I don't receive it, you know. And we prayed. And then it was just one week later, they... They said, we need you to go up to labor and delivery and you're going to have an emergency C-section. And he's looking at me like, what? Do you hear what they're saying? Wow. It was crazy. What was going through your heart and through your mind at the time? My first instinct was, we're going to do whatever it takes to save him. Yeah. You know, and it's not about me right now. It's about him. And then just total full trust in the Lord, like even leaving him in the hospital. You know, when I think about it now, I'm like, man, I can't believe that we went through that, you know? Yeah, man. Because uh, even though it was stressful, I mean, and, and well, not stressful, I want to say even though that's something that we didn't imagine happening, it's crazy because we were still not fearful. I got you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because of our trust in God, you know? And I look, yeah. I look back now, I'm like, man, you know, it's crazy that it happened. But because of our trust in God, like, it, it seems like it just happened so fast. And, and by the time you know it, he, he was back home with us, you know? Yeah, yeah. But once I had my mijo in my hands, it was all about him. And I would just sing over him. And, yeah. Lord, have your angels be with him, you know? And, yeah, it's crazy because when we hear other people's story of them having a preemie and, you know, everything that you go through, it's like, man, you know, but we can understand that, you know? Cause, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for you know, sure. all the little things that they tell you in the hospital, like, you know, to put your baby on your chest and yeah, whatnot. Yeah. Skin to skin and yeah, kangaroo just, time. Well, Different well, praise, terms, God yeah. for, praise God for uh, little JP, man. This yeah, sounds like man. a miracle baby. Yeah. Right? And he's, man, he's running around and acting crazy now. <laughs> 
how long after this did they explain to you why this happened this happened yeah first they try to say oh it was the placenta or you know just the blood flow and these kind of things happen they didn't really know why and i'm just like you know i could feel my sciatic nerve hurting in my back and your sciatic nerve you said yes okay and it's like my mind was like well i guess a woman's body goes through all these changes when they get pregnant but nobody ever talks about it Uh so that was me dealing with it in my own way you know and i just kept going and i'd feel dizzy here and there i'd feel weak uh, you know and my body was something was wrong but i didn't know what was wrong yeah. until it was it was closer to the end of 2011 where my lower back kept hurting and hurting and um i would put like heating pads on it you know icy hot he would massage me and i would think i had stress knots Um, Until finally one day he was like, you know what, you need to go see the doctor and let them know enough is enough, I'm in pain. Yeah, yeah. And so I said, well, you come with me then. (laughs) You tell them, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. (laughs) And he did. He went with me. And and the crazy thing is, since 2007, I had been going to the same doctor, letting that doctor know something's up with my digestive system. Okay. Like, I kept telling him that. But he would just look at the outside and do a blood test and be like, well, your blood came back fine. Yeah. You know, yeah, you're anemic, but maybe you need a, like more fiber in your diet and less stress. And so all this time I had been battling what I turned out to find out um, was cancer. Wow. wow. I, I, yeah. So but it took JP going to the doctor with me, letting him know, hey, doc, she's in pain. Yeah. Something's not right. And he was like, you have a tumor, and it's really low. And okay. at that moment, he could tell it was cancerous. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. That, that, that sucks to hear that, man. I'm glad you, obviously. I'm have, cancer-free. Have, have, yeah. or, you know, you're cancer-free now. <laughs> yeah, so that's a good thing, right? It's close to home for me because, you know, my, my mother passed away from pancreatic cancer. So, mm-hmm. you know, I know what it's like to lose somebody with cancer. And, you know, and uh, you know, thank God that you made it through. But was your cancer, was it like ovarian or stomach or what it was type of cancer? colon was cancer. Colon cancer, okay. Which runs in my family. Okay. And um, I had my uncle pass in 2005 okay. of that same type. So when I got that notice, all I thought about was my uncle. Yeah. And I thought, but I'm not going to die. And yeah. I'm not kidding you. These, these are my thoughts, right? I was like, I'm not him. Everyone has their own story. Everyone has their own like tri- trials and journey. Yeah. And then I thought, it doesn't make sense, Lord, for you to save my son to take away his mom. Yeah. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so it was like, you didn't save my meat hole to take away his mama. So I'm going to get through this. Yeah. You know, and we sat there. We got the news before. And, and we, we prayed no matter what happens, whether it is, turns out, full-blown cancer we're gonna get through it you know yeah and then it's crazy because then it it just goes back to again lord i'm trusting in you yeah i'm trusting in you and it was crazy because we just kind of both just looked at each other and we're like what you know kind of in shock even on the drive home i remember you just you know crying and it's just like man you know we just we just had to trust in god man that's all we can do yeah, man. And, and do what the doctor said, you know what I'm saying? The, the, we were blessed to have great doctors. The doctors had a plan. Well, let's do this, this. Let's start you on chemo, radiation. Let's do all this and go forward. 
Well, and then our mindset again, it goes back to your our minds, our thought life. Yeah. Because I'm like, all right, God, if I'm going to go through this, there's a reason. There has to be a reason why you put me in this place, like in a waiting room with these people. Right. And yeah. it's, it's like we think about going to the streets, but this is also a place where we can evangelize. And mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah, for sure. we were like, we're going to flip it on the devil. Yeah, that was one thing that came to our mind. Well, we're going to flip it on the enemy. Yeah. Use what he thought may destroy us, but we're gonna use it to testify and, and glorify Christ still. Yeah. So what would you do? So I got <laughs> blank uh, cards, you know, like they they had maybe like flowers or something, and I would write worship. You say cards like Hallmark cards. Yes, that okay, were blank okay. on the inside. Okay. And I would write worship lyrics from songs that were encouraging me because I was like, I don't know how anyone can go through this without knowing Christ, without having you know faith yeah, yeah, to believe. Sure. And so I would write these worship lyrics and I would give them out to the patients that were waiting for radiation. Because there was a separate waiting room. There's the big waiting room where the family is. But then they take you back down, you change into your robe, and you wait in a whole nother waiting room with a couch, and it's real dim. And there's like other little ladies in there. And another thing is I was like the youngest one all the time. And it was a very humbling process. Yeah. And a lot of people don't understand when I say it's a humbling process because you have to have help. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I was a mom, and yet I need help to raise my son. I need help to go to my appointments. Yeah. You know, and it's like, but what I can do, I still want to try to do it. In having to rely on other people, it kind of taught you also how to rely on God too, right? Yes. Total yeah. surrender. Total, yeah. like, total surrender. And it, it it took me to a different place in my relationship with Him. And yeah. it's pretty indescribable you know yes i would cry i'd read i would journal i'd write i would think about my loved ones who passed you know and who are in heaven and just what out my foundation i was built on to be strong Mm -hmm. and courageous and so jp what did you um do to kind of offer your support for your wife for for j-dove well i remember um making her food you know helping her in the in the house uh driving her to her appointments you know just holding her hand being there for her and just being there for her support yeah make her laugh um but you know there's one word that she said right now she said that she was um trusting in the foundation that she had in christ yeah and that's one thing i gotta give to her because you know like i said she was raised in church and she already knew christ for a while and that's something that really encouraged me now that you know what she always stood by her faith and always stood trusting in god like unmovable you know what i'm saying unmovable faith yeah yeah you know and and at that time with me i was still learning and growing yeah i was yes i I gave my life to the lord but at that point too i also let you know my own excuses to come in and my own thoughts of like you know well you know how are you gonna cope with it you know because yeah. i'm over here doing i'm over here helping her and i'm and i'm allowing you know these thoughts to come in to like well i need something for me to kind of keep me yeah you know yeah. um good you know what so I'm would, saying? would it be accurate to say that it almost felt like you were giving all of yourself to the care of your wife and not caring for yourself would that be accurate or 
Well, I mean, I, I believe so at, at first. Okay. You know, I would I would give myself to it, but then I I would say, well, you know what? How am I, I need something too? You know what I mean? So yeah. I would go back to, well, you know what? It's okay to drink a beer here and there. Yeah. And you know, not not to forget that that's the background that I come from, that yeah, God yeah. already saved me from. Yeah. At this point, I was already like two years sober. Sober. Yeah. Yeah. And and then so that ends up happening. And then so, you know, that's, that's a slippery slope. Yes, exactly. A slippery slope. Did, did you end up kind of backsliding? Is that what happened? or? Oh, he started relapsing. I re- <laughs> <laughs> she she jumped quick, quick on that one. Yeah, she jumped in. She's like, oh, yeah. Yo, oh, he, yeah. He started taking my pain pills, you know, and, it, and oh, I it, knew. It got bad. It got bad. But it started off with a one drink. Beer, a yeah. Drink. yeah, yeah. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, okay, it was for maybe a week or so, yeah. you know. But then by the time you know it, I mean, I'm an alcoholic. Yeah. by nature you know what i'm saying and so once i started getting the, the beer inside of me i started wanting to do it every day again slowly but by the time you know it then i'm popping pills again and by the time you know it i'm taking her pills and by the time you know it i'm it's just like you just finding all these excuses of well this is for you to cope with it you know what i mean and yeah. and at the end of the day man it was just all lies you know what i'm saying it was all lies and and it and it led me to really backsliding. Man, the streets would call you back quick, man, and and the streets are always there to to entice you. Everything in the streets, man, the drugs, the you know, the partying, you know what I'm saying? The you know, as as funny as it sounds, man, even like the fighting and stuff like that. Like some people get a thrill from fighting, man. I used when I used to be in the streets real heavy, man. I used to like to fight, bro. We used to go out looking for fights, you know. Uh, so yeah, yeah, it can be enticing, man. And uh, how did you kind of, you know, move past that? Or would you? How long did that last? And how did you move past it? Well, by the time you know it, it was already months went by. And then so at this point, she was getting better. You know what I'm saying? At this point, now you know she she had her surgeries, cancer was removed. Nice. You know, um, we did. She did everything she needed to do with that. But now at at the same time, I was out back on the streets, not coming home. So then again, you know, showing that tough love, she was like, you know what, I I, I can't do this. You know, yeah. I can't raise my son like this. Mm-hmm. There you go. So then, you know, we got separated. So we were separated, and then I'm over here uh, living in the motels. Um, Motel Six and yeah, yeah. and you know just in the in the motel man just uh, doing dope and you know um, it's all the crazy things that yeah, are, are you are know part of that street life yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. you know so real quick let's let's just before we go too far forward how long did the cancer battle last yeah I just passed my um, eighth anniversary of being cancer free July 9th congratulations yeah that's awesome praise God yeah so July 9th was the surgery day and um that night when he came he would be like I'm gonna go move the car and he'd be gone for hours and I wasn't dumb I knew what he was doing but my thing was focus on yourself you're fighting for your life worry about him later yeah you know 
And so I wouldn't try to argue when he'd come back. I would just be glad he was there by my side. And we'd watch a movie in the hospital, you know, and he had some lean in his cup and he was, he don't remember, but I do. And I remember um, the pastor came to pray for us and he said, JP, you are you sure you're okay? You look like you need to be in a hospital bed. Uh-uh. Because, yeah. you know, and, but he doesn't remember because that's how he was coping. And that's when I was like, our son doesn't know you this way. I didn't marry you this way. I'm not letting this because, you know, about generational things that pass on. I'm like, I'm not letting that pass on to our son, (laughs) you know, and I'm fighting for my life right now, trying to get better. And so that's when all that was happening. But then he got thrown into jail because remember we said he has two older kids. Yeah. Well, he because of back pay on child support. Okay. Okay. So when he was in jail, um, I ended up in the hospital again. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so that we were working things out, you know, and I would even I even went to visit him with my chemo bag and our son, like Uh just walk downtown because I wanted our family, you know, wanted us together. And I think about that now and it's crazy. And it's just like a mom can be brave, you know, it was just like. I, you do it. You fight for your family. You fight for love. Oh, yeah, for and sure. And so I, we were working things out. I ended up in the hospital again. It was it was hard. That It was the hardest time, and that's when he was in jail. And I'm locked up. It's, I'm like, man, you know, that's it's a when you can't do anything about it, you know what I'm saying? It's just a tough situation. So at that point, I had to have another surgery, and I, I was, like, writing him letters in the hospital thinking in my mind, if this was the last letter I ever wrote, what would I say? You know, if this is, I'm writing to my son and just encouraging him and hold the line and keep the faith, you know what I mean? So that's where it was like, Lord, don't let me die on that surgery table. You said something right now. You said that you're on... You know, you're in the hospital and, and you're in, in this bed. And you're getting ready to have surgery and all stuff. And you're writing letters and stuff. And you're, in a sense, you're you're ministering to, you know, to JP and to your son. When you're the one suffering, <laughs> you're the one suffering, right? But yet you're the one ministering. Same thing happened with my mom. Wow. My mom is on her deathbed, and she's telling us not to lose faith. She's ministering to us from her deathbed. And I think back now, and I'm like. How did I not see the cross in that at that time? And so I think right there, that's that's like that's like the cross right there. You're the victim, but you're you're ministering to the people that you love. You're ministering to your husband. You're ministering to your son. And that's a beautiful, wonderful story. I mean, that's wow. that's awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's wow. awesome. You see it that way. That's that's powerful. Yeah. And so that's 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 Jesus in you. Amen. Right. <laughs> yes. That's Jesus in you. All right, everybody, we're taking a quick break to shout out to the sponsors, El Padrecito Productions, Separate Mind Productions, Reach Architect. Thank you for support, and thank you for making this program possible. Let's get back to the business. Uh, JP, how'd you start working things out, and how'd you start making your way back to the faith? Well, um, it goes back to that seed, and I just remember being at, at the motel, strung out on dope, and Something inside of me, well, I know it's the Holy Spirit inside of me, was just like, man, what are you doing? You were created for so much more than this. Yeah. Look, look at your family. You're going you're gonna to let this happen again to your third child? Yeah. Look how you're living. What are you doing here? Yeah. And I just kept hearing that, you know? And so I didn't know what to do at the point, but I knew I, I, I needed to get right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, oh, and, yeah. 
and uh, I would contact my wife, hey, you know, try to get back with her just by using words, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And she would be like, well, look, you, you know, you, if you want to see me, you can meet me at church. Yeah. So I ended up going yeah. to church, but uh, still, you know, getting high and stuff like that. But I, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do, to be honest. And sure enough, uh, my mom gave me the the phone number to a victory home in Fort Worth. Okay. So this is the victory home in Fort Worth. And, and man, this is a... Where it all changed, man. Now, the Victory Home, uh, I guess for those who are listening that, that aren't familiar with it, well, how would you ex- describe it or, or explain what the Victory Home is? Of course, you know, at the beginning, it's it's a place to, you know, get off drugs. And, you know, if you're down and out, whatever your situation is, you know, it's a place to, to get help. But it, it's not a rehab. What it is, it's a Christian-based home. Okay. And so... What it is is it's a it's, men's home. It's a men's home, okay. Christian-based home, faith home. Um, it's not a rehab, and uh, basically, man, what it ends up being for those who really want it, man, is a spiritual growth center. Okay. If you ask me. So there's people there that are maybe battling drug addiction, or people there that are maybe transitioning out of prison, maybe. Yeah. Is that right? Could could be too. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, uh, basically at, at that point, somebody that goes there is like. You know what? I ain't got nothing else yeah. to do. You know what I'm saying? I'm at the bottom. You know what I mean? Yeah. I need help. And this is what I got. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. the way I see it is, man, like at that point of my life, you know, my wife wanted to separate. And I see it now that, man, you know what? That That's all good that it happened that way. Because at that point in your life, you get to a point where... You know what? Nobody else wants me, but just the acceptance of your welcome there, it was a symbolic uh, picture of, of Christ extending his hand and saying, you know what? No one else wants you, but I I'm, I still want you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I still want you. You know, yeah. that, that's him showing his grace, uh-huh. you know, and, and that's the way I've seen it. And that's the way it felt, you know what I mean? Like, just like the prodigal son, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? He uh, goes off and does his own thing, yeah. but then you know he loses everything and and he comes back to the feet of Jesus. Yeah. And that's the way, that's the way it is, man. And so, what type of things did they have you doing at the home? It was it mostly prayer and worship. So at the home, it's based on um, building your character okay. and uh, also you know uh, you know just turning away from sin and, and building a real relationship with Jesus Christ. So we have people that, and, and I'm still involved with the home and, and the ministry. It's a place to where, you know what, you you want to change your lifestyle. What we want to do, we're going to teach you how to pray. We're going to teach you how to worship on your own. Yeah. And basically what you learn is just a disciplined lifestyle of, of living a Christian life. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And and so, you know, you have your prayer, your, you, you, get, you have teachings, two teachings a day prayer and, and, and praise and worship twice a day nice um you go out and fundraise and evangelize now when you say you go out and fundraise is that like the guys that are out there selling like the carrot cakes man the, come on man and stuff like you that. know so, hey banana you know, bread banana you know, bread you know the victory home famous man for their banana bread the banana man, bread the that's best what it in was. texas hey that's what's up man <laughs> so that's real similar to the outcry in the body yeah room, right yeah it, it's very um, similar or is it was it well, it actually used to be Outcry in the, in the Barrio, um, okay. but now it, it's Victory Home. It's our, our, our own branch. Um, okay. so it was definitely a, a spiritual growth center at the end of the day.
Jessica. So I imagine this whole time that he's in this this men's home, you you never stopped praying. You never stopped yeah. like longing for his return, right? You know, I kept going to church and things like that when I and um when he met me and he told me um he met me at church and he was like my mom gave me a flyer, the number to the Victory Home, and if I decided to go, would you take me and would you support me? Like, are you in agreement? And I was like, thank you, Lord. Like, yeah. yes. Yeah. Because we were at our final, like, what are we going to do? You're like on your last string, right? Yes. Yeah, I got you. And I picked him up the next day, and it was not an easy task. I mean, I had <laughs> to be prayed up. I was praying within myself, driving, yeah. and... He did not want to get out the car. It took me like two hours to get out that car, man. I wow. swear. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still try to negotiate my way. You know what I mean? So now we're kind of back and you're you're doing the ministry thing now. You're Yeah. So at that point, six months, you know what? My pastor's like, you know what? Let's go ahead and transition. Let's uh, go ahead and get you, you know, uh, doing ministry in the church. Yeah. You know, you go back with your family. You know, we had a plan. You know what I mean? Yeah, we had yeah. a plan. So we ended up um, in children's ministry, right? So okay. I so I ended up getting out, and then um, we ended up doing children's ministry. You know, a lot of people say, "Well, you know what? You know, they see us rapping and doing ministry now." But I'm yeah. like, "Hold on, you really don't know what, yeah. where we really started." You I know started what I mean? out reading uh, little kids' books to these kids about you know saying Bible stories, right? Yeah, something along those lines. Yeah, yeah, so we're actually in children's church. But um, you'd be surprised. The kids are like your biggest fans, too. They're yeah. the ones looking you up on YouTube and singing your <laughs> lyrics and things like that. Yeah, yeah. But it, it was a blessing, you know, and uh, to do children's ministry because, I mean, that's really where it's at, to be honest. Yeah. Min- the next generation. Min- ministering yeah, to the next that, generation. That yeah, you uh, you know, and what we do is we would read uh, um, Bible scriptures and let them memorize it and, and also do a little teaching and... Yeah. And then, you know, skits, whatever you need to do to, to keep them entertained. But that's where it started. So that so we had a plan to to start my new life, you know, our yeah. new life. You know, she's cancer-free. I just got out the victory home. You know, we're strong. And then, um, honestly, that's where uh, True Testimony comes in. So True Testimony is kind of the name of your music ministry. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah, that's the JP and J-Dove right there. So just, JP know. and J-Dove is the name of your duo mm-hmm. yes but the ministry is called true, true testimony. testimony true testimony yeah. music mm-hmm. okay how would you describe your music ministry is it hip-hop is it because i know there's you know there's some singing in there too is it kind of hip-hop and r&b is it hip-hop and pop well, how would you describe it you know i just write what god puts in my heart you know yeah, you yeah. can call it you know christian rap you know, singing, I don't know, but worship. Worship. <laughs> Praise and worship. Yeah. So yeah. you know we So let me ask you a quick question. Be honest with me, okay? Has Jessica ever wrote a verse that made you want to go back and rewrite your verse? Like dang she went hard. Yeah, all, yeah, all the time she does. <laughs> she got bars, right? She's like, man, bro. And well see the crazy thing is is I've always wrote poems forever, yeah. right? I was always writing poems and journaling and um when when he was locked up, I was still getting beats and yeah. just had a CD of beats. So then when he came out, I was like, hey, I have beats on this CD. Yeah, yeah. And and the crazy thing is, is 
we didn't plan on having a music ministry together. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. just when you marry someone and, you know, we we grew up in the same era, liking the same type of music. Uh-huh. My voice is so, quote, urban sounding. I don't try to make it sound that way. This is just how God created me. Yeah, and yeah. when my worship comes out, that's how it sounds. <laughs> yeah, and I don't try to be a rapper. I just write down what God puts in my heart. And yeah. And it comes out with the rap, but you know. Well, you and I have been on a couple of songs together, I think, right? Two, yeah. three, maybe? Two or yeah. three? A couple of different Mike Pass type tracks, right? Yeah, 2011, I believe. 2011, yeah, yeah. That's uh, way back, man. That was, that was one of them. It was like a Stop the Violence type of track, right? Yeah. It was with uh, Juan Medrano. Yeah. yeah. He has so many different rap names, I'm, I'm not even going to try. <laughs> Juan Medrano, what's up, bro? Yeah. yeah. Now you, you're kind of making a lot of noise out there, right? You, you're kind of moving around to different cities and states to do your ministry and your music and stuff. In 2018, God was just like, you know what? You, you really need to start getting serious with it and start wanting to go out and do events. 2017. Yeah. 2017. Okay. And um, So about three years ago, more or less. Once God placed it in my heart and had me prepared, like, you know what? This year, you're going to start doing more events you're still gonna, you know it, yeah. it's not something we plan but man by the time you know it God starts opening doors yeah. for us just to go minister you know okay. and, and of course um, you know being around the right people and being around other people doing ministry and you know it's just something that we always love to do what it's all about basically is reaching the lost and, and reaching the streets you know yeah, yeah. we just use music for as a tool you know what I mean yeah, yeah but sure. at the end of the day man you know God's been opening doors and and it's always been you know what we're willing and available you know what I mean that's that's, that's just, all you can be that's always been a prayer you know what I mean like look use us as vessels however you want open the doors that you want to open and shut the doors that you want shut. But you know, whatever whatever you want, Lord, and, and yeah. whatever you uh, lead us to do, and you know, we're just here to do it and, and glorify you through our music. Amen. And I also too, like if we went to an event, it wasn't about us even having to perform music wise. We we're there to serve. We're there to pray for someone at the altar. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna jump in and serve if I see my sisters need help at the shirt table. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's just how how we are. That's yeah. the automatic. That's the, the heart of a servant, right? That's Amen. Servant mentality. Jesus is is a servant. He says it himself. He says, I didn't come to be served, I came to serve, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I might have misquoted it. I might have no, chopped up the quote, but it's pretty close to that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty crazy because, you know, Jesus is our ultimate authority. So it kind of points to the fact that authority is actually a role of service. Mm. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, you know, obviously I'm Catholic, right? So, for example, like one of the, the titles of the Pope is the servant of God's servants, right? So when you have that 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 heart to just serve and just be used for the glory of God, he's going to make a way for doors to be open. You yeah, know, we yeah. don't have to do anything. So we got to give God all the glory for, you know, yeah. him just opening doors and allowing us to be used. Yeah, man. We we call that AMDG. Right? AMDG is is a, is a an acronym for the uh Latin phrase that means for the greater glory of God. But if you ever hear me say AMDG, that's what I mean, for the greater glory of God. Amen. Hey, hey. Uh, I know I see you guys wearing some of like the Kingdom Music gear sometimes. Uh, how's that? What's your relationship like with Kingdom Music? Are you 
um, with Brother Brian. Shout out to my brother. Um, you know, our relationship is is straight brotherhood. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. He 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 knows that we had our own ministry. One time he was just like, you know what? Hey, won't you open up for me? Yeah. And then so we opened up for him, and then we just um, we we had the same heartbeat as far as reaching souls. Yeah. So you know, we just started uh, being around each other and and just you know having a relationship, a brotherhood. You know, it had nothing to do with rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, he knew that I come from the discipleship home. He, yeah. he knew, he knows our, our background. He knows Jessica's background. Yeah. So Kingdom Music has became something much more than just music. Yeah. Um, it, 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 now it's uh, Kingdom Music Ministries. Okay. So that's where we come in as far as Kingdom Music. You know, we come in on the ministry side with the discipleship groups, yeah. with building yeah. and edifying brothers and sisters. And so all together, we're Kingdom Music Ministries, but at the same time, it's like we true testimony too. You know, that's us. You know what so I mean? The discipleship group that you guys are, you know, in which you guys have a leadership role, it's under Kingdom Music. Yes. Correct. I got you. I got you. Speaking of that, you know, uh, I just want to say, man, I didn't know him real well. Yeah, I think I met him once or twice, but I think you guys just lost a soldier, man. Yeah, man. Um, Lalo. You yeah, know what I'm saying? He, uh, uh, you know, I, I can't believe that, but man, he was a awesome brother, you know, yeah. a loving brother, you know, and, and he was actually a, a Kingdom Music group leader of the leaders. Okay. Yeah, so he he was a, a, a true servant, man, and yeah. And you know, it's it's a tough deal, but I know he's in a better place and yeah, you know, and that was, was due to the COVID-19 stuff, yeah, right? due to the COVID. You know, I just want to ask the listeners, man, to keep, you know, Lala Mendoza. Mendoza's the last name, right? Yes, sir. And keep, you know, pray for the repose of his soul and, you know, keep his family and his loved ones in your prayers, you know, for, the, for their consolation. Yeah, and, and you know, and, and for Kingdom Music too, man. Pray for Kingdom Music and, yeah, and for True Testimony Music, man. They'll continue down this path of what they're doing. Is oh, this. yeah. he. I mean, he definitely left a... A big example of a true brother and a true servant for Christ, and you know, um, as as brothers in the Kingdom Music family, you know, we're gonna keep going forward and keep doing what what Lala would want us to do, and that's hey. giving uh, the streets heaven, you know, giving the streets Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And so we're gonna sure, keep man. going hard doing that. That's what's up. That's what's up. I want to hear some music, man. All right. Jessica, would you mind doing us a favor of introducing the song we're gonna play today? Okay, so this song is called Committed. It's from our Committed album. And basically, it's talking about, you know, even if people walk away, we're going to be right here doing what God's called us to do. And another one, and another one. Even when they walk away. They didn't see this one coming. Even when they play those games. But I'm going to be here. Even if they don't even stay. I won't be moved. I won't be moved. Even when they walk away Even when they play those games Even when they don't even stay I won't be moved, I won't be moved Even when they walk away Even when they play those games Even when they don't even stay I won't be moved, I won't be moved What you know about commitment? Being in it for the long haul When the ground gets shaky and these walls start to fall You're gonna hold it down steady now Give 
give it your all Stay faithful, stay true Cause everything ain't about you No, everything ain't about you We're talking about loyalty and faithfulness Yeah, tie them around your neck and Write them on your heart Stay true and finish what you start Even when they walk away even when they play those games Even when they don't even stay I won't be moved, I won't be moved Even when they walk away Even when they play those games Even when they don't even stay I won't be moved, I won't be moved They say bye-bye, but that's okay You can see in my eyes that I'm focused anyway Either way I'm gonna sing, I'm gonna pray Standing on this word, bruh, yeah we live by faith Live by faith. Committed and faith. where my real brothers at? Come and eat at my table Come on. They talk down like we're not qualified or able They hating like Cain hated Abel, Abel, Abel. But I'ma pray for them And be faithful when committed With the vessels that the Lord is sending you Live what you say and say what you live So it won't be contradicting if you're with us, you're with us. If you're not, take flight. We solid over here. You can go left, I'ma go right. I'ma love you no matter what. But I'm not into playing games. I'm on a mission. Hit her, encourage you. So hope you listen. Even when they walk away. Even when they play those games. Even when they don't even stay. I won't be moved. I won't be moved. Even when they walk away. That was committed by JP and J Dove. True testimony music. Thank you for sharing that. Appreciate that. Already. We're going to get into it. Shout out to our brother Chico on the mix and mastering. Hey, Chico, man. And another one. And another one. <laughs> hey, Chico, man, is kind of like the unsung hero, man, in, in Fort Worth hip hop, man. And shout out to Chico, man. Yeah. My, my Boricua homie, man. You know what I'm saying? Que pasó, Chico? Hey, hey. You know what, man? Quick little story about Chico, man. Quick little story. Chico never ate Chinese food until I introduced him to it. And of course he hasn't. Ever since then, he can't stop thanking me. He's like, hey, every time he sees me, hey man, let's go get some, let's go get some uh, lo mein. Let's go. Orange <laughs> <laughs> <Or, or> chicken. Orange <laughs> chicken. <laughs> nah, I'm just joking. Hey, so this is the part where we would normally get into a Q&A, right? But I did something a little different because we have you guys as a couple, right? You guys are a married couple. And I wanted to kind of like... Uh, almost play a game I guess you could say right more like uh, I'm gonna ask JP some questions about Jessica okay and I'm gonna ask Jessica some questions about JP and see if you get them right okay now do we get a prize if we win I mean is it is you it don't get slapped or, you don't or get slapped that's what you get <laughs> you know you I get competitive right <laughs> <laughs> hey and so you know in, in the spirit of being a gentleman we're gonna start off with Jessica right with oh. ladies first right so I'm gonna ask you some questions about JP and see if you you gotta tell us if you get some right. Be honest, bro. All right, all right. So here we go. So so Jessica, what is JP's favorite movie? My first instinct is Goodfellas. Okay. I'm just gonna go. That's with your it. first instinct. Yeah. 
Is that is that sound about right, JP? Yeah, that's right. Already, already. Well, and I got another. Well, I don't one. know about and now. La, La Bamba. But... <laughs> and La Bamba. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. For real, those are two movies I like definitely. That's what's up. He can call La Bamba like all day. <laughs> hey, that's what's up, man. I, I cried when Richie died. Richie. I, I still cry when Richie dies every time. It doesn't. It's, it's crazy. Sometimes bro. I gotta tell her, "What about me? What about me?" <laughs> Hey. Oh, man. All right, so the next question for you is this here. So besides hip-hop, what is JP's favorite music? I'm going to say worship. Lately, uh, it's been on, uh, you know, like a lot. And Maverick City, go-to worship right there. Yeah, that's the go-to right now. She right. Okay. Dang. She, she's on point, well, bro. She knows on, her we, stuff, We've bro. been in quarantine, so, you know... <laughs> We know everything about each other. Right? <laughs> Hopefully. Hey, hey, that's what's I up. don't want to speak too soon. All right. <laughs> right. Okay. All right. So now, here's, a, here's my third question for you, Jessica. J Dove. What do you prefer, by the way? J Dove or Jessica? I, 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 hey, I answer to both. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Because I think I've been calling you Jessica almost this whole interview, right? That's hey. all right. Okay, so check it out. If JP had to permanently give up one or the other, right? Only one, permanently, which would it be? Tacos or tamales? Oh, that's easy. That would be tamales. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right. true? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Okay. okay. But you don't take away taco casa. <laughs> <laughs> Tacos is like every day. Tamales is Christmas and holidays. You know? Okay, yeah. okay, okay, cool, cool. Last question for you, Jessica, or J-Doe. Um... How would JP finish this sentence? God is good. How's that sound, JP? I would have said great. But... <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you know what I'm saying? Potato potato, right? Yeah, yeah, same thing. Hey, that's what's up. That's what's up. So JP, now I'm gonna ask you some questions about Jessica here. And you better get these right, bro. Oh man. She's only two feet away from you. She can reach you. So <laughs> Okay. What is Jessica's favorite meal? Her favorite meal? Man, I should know this. Um, well, I would say it's definitely a soup. Yeah. Okay. So it could be any type of soup. Caldo, um, menudo. She loves soup. That's that's one of her favorites. You gotta be a little more specific, man. Which soup is it? Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> chicken soup? I don't know. That'd be like caldo? A caldo yeah. de, de pollo? Okay, so you got yeah. it right, bro. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's yeah. up. What is Jessica's ideal date night? Hmm. Ideal? Yeah. We kind of talked about this recently. Yeah? We did. He's <laughs> like, we did? Oh, um, okay. Man, ideal date night? Maybe just, I mean, I know it's nothing too crazy. And, you know, Jessica's always been someone... Um, you know, appreciates the small things and just us being together. So the ideal, maybe maybe going out to eat, going to the movies, uh, spending time together. Oh, hold on, hold on, it came to me. A walk, a walk in, you know, a strip She's downtown. Not her head, She's not in her head. Yeah, because I'm like, it's <laughs> yeah, gonna come, it it's, coming. It it's coming, it's coming. Okay. There's yeah. one main word I'm waiting for. So that walk, you say, kind of downtown, maybe what on the beach. What has to be or... along the walk? Okay. 
Oh man, she put me on the spot. Well, it has to be. A, oh, she's adding questions. I know who's to who, this. Hold on, <laughs> who's running the show here? Okay, so she's taking the the host seat now. Okay, so what what does have to be along the walk, JP? She's giving you hints, bro. Come on, man. <laughs> um, the sun. Come on, babe. The the trees blowing. <laughs> yeah, I'll just say yes. Okay, she, okay, so you got it. You came pretty close, dude. We're, well, get, you we're gonna tell give me. you that one. We're gonna give you the that trees, one. the plants. I was waiting for that. Remember oh, when I was plants. like, if we went on a walk and it was like a pretty garden and the view with the trees and the plants. Uh, palm trees or just any trees? No, I like like Texas trees. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, so now I think I still got that though. You yeah, did. You we're did, gonna give him credit I'm for that one. Easy. We're gonna I give him credit for that one. Okay, yeah. is that cool? With you? I don't know yes. where movies okay. came in though. Well, because I like <laughs> movies too. Okay, all but right. you came around and you got it right. Yeah. So we yeah, that's that all that matters. Okay. Okay, now you're in the doghouse. Okay, <laughs> what is one thing that you can do that will always get you back on Jessica's good side? Mm. Well. You know, I just act silly around her and make her laugh. Um, yeah. Let's see. Just be super, super nice to her. He has know. a way of calling me funny, silly names that make me laugh. Yeah. I don't know, but that's the trick, though, just to to make her laugh and so make last her smile. So last will always get you get him back on your good side. Yeah. Hey, that's what's up. Last question. It's gonna be the same last question that I asked her. How would Jessica finish the sentence? God is good <laughs> <laughs> all the time. <laughs> hey, hey. So is that right? Yeah. Okay, cool. So you got it. You got it. Both of you ended with a perfect score. So there's Thank no winners Jesus. or losers on this one here, man. Y'all, That's fun. Y'all tied. Y'all tied. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I think you still need to. I think you still need to take on that long walk with, with some trees and some plants, bro. Okay. As soon as the quarantine's over. Don't do it right now because I don't want y'all to get sick, man. You know what I mean? Hey. Right now, I just got to take a quick little break. Not break. I just got to shout out to my sponsors, y'all. Okay. Go for I it. I got to shout out to my sponsors because they make this possible. You know, El Patricio Productions, Separate Mind Productions. You know, my boy Fonzie on the, uh, with them fire beats. You know what I'm saying? All them beats you hear in the background, those come from Fonzie, man. Uh, my brother and his architect firm in Austin, Reach Architects. Uh, shout out to y'all and thank you for what you guys do and thank you for you know your, your donations and your generosity we do appreciate it y'all check them out is there any last words you guys want to leave with the listeners you know something you want them to remember something you want them to take away from this conversation you know no matter what's going on in life you know right now you know um, we have the COVID going on and just craziness going on in the world. We uh, said our testimony and the difficult times that we had personally, but you know, I know there's a lot of people out there that is um, going through things in their own way and their own trials. And I just want to say, you know what? If you don't know the Lord, you know, just like my wife said before, you know, I can't imagine going through life and struggles and and craziness out in the world without Jesus Christ in our life. Because at the end of the day, that's where our peace comes from. At the end of the day, that's where our strength comes from. Yeah. You know, so if you don't know the Lord, man, I, I, I want to encourage you, man, to make that decision to give your life to Christ. I guarantee you, 
Jesus you know, is the way, the truth, yes, and the life, right? Yes. Hey. And if you are in Christ, continue to stand strong on your on your faith. Don't give up. You know, uh, regardless, still praise God. Regardless, He's still in control. Amen. 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 Would you add anything to that, Jessica? Yes. Uh, I just want to piggyback off what he's saying, and I just encourage everyone to ask God for wisdom, especially now in these times, you know, everything going on in the world, the, me- sure. the media, you know, so many voices, uh-huh. and we we want to know what's real, what's true. You just said it. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. But for us to get that peace, we have to have that wisdom of God. Yeah, that discernment, right? Yes. And so, and in the the Bible says just to ask. And when you ask, believe, you know, and and he will freely give it to you. He's a good father. And so I just want to encourage all of y'all just to continue to seek the Lord like never before. Seek the Lord. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And and one thing, you know, um, you know, I, I can't leave this out, but... You know, Jesus Christ died for our sins. Jesus Christ died for us. He he, he um, took the penalty for our sins. And, you know, it doesn't matter what you have done in your life. It doesn't matter, you know, if, if you, whatever it is that you think, well, I can't change my life because I've done this and I've done that. Look, Jesus Christ already died for our sins. And all we got to do is receive him. Amen. Amen. Hey, I tell people all the time, as often as you are willing to come to God with a contrite heart, God's willing to forgive you. Amen. No matter how far you've fallen, no matter what you've done, if you've got a contrite heart and you are sincerely seeking God's forgiveness and His mercy, He's willing to give it to you. Amen. 100%, you know what I mean? Um, I tell people all the time too, I, I struggled for a long time not knowing that God loved me. So if there's anything I, you know that I could say to people right now is that God loves you. And there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Right? That's right. There's nothing you can do. He loves you more than you can imagine. He loves you as if you were his only creation. You know what I mean? That's how much God loves us. So let's not forget that. With that being said, I'm going to go ahead and we're going to end the conversation here. But, you know, thank you guys for being here with me. I I appreciate appreciate it. And, you know, thank you for sharing the music. And I thank God for what he's doing in you guys' you know, life and in, in your ministry and in your music. And I hope to see growth. You know, I hope to see more from you guys. Uh, you know, and, and hopefully we'll have you back on the show one day, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, God bless you, you, my brother. God bless your family. God bless your ministry. And, you know, shout out to Chico back there eating that Chinese food. <laughs> <laughs> and for everybody listening, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for your support. You know, like it, share it, comment, whatever you got to do. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah, show love. You know, show some love and, uh, you know, let's spread the love of God. Amen. Hey, and I figured since we have, you know, two guests, we're going to have two songs. So let's go ahead and wrap it up with So Good by JP and J-Dove. Until next time, y'all, I'm your host, C26. Thank you for joining me on The Creator Catholic, and God bless. Yeah, we thank you, Lord Jesus. We praise you, we worship you. You are so good, King Jesus. We love you, Lord. Really, mate? I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make it boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. 
Let us exalt his name together I just want to praise and lift up your name Cause you are great and greatly to be praised Where would I be without you, Lord? Where would I be without you? Jesus, you are so good, so good Your love for me, how can it be? You're so good, so good to me you guide me and lead me in so many ways You're showing me how to be humble on my knees and pray It's not about the same old thing You show me new revelation when I make a mistake I wanna glorify you Do what you called me to do Say what you want me to say Live how you want me to live I give you my life, I put that on my wife and kids That's how real it is let it be real, more than just the one-time thing I feel Let it last forever, my golden treasure Diamonds and pearls do not measure You're all I got five years ago I had my pack, bags kicking rocks Now I go to city to city Standing on the rock of my salvation You always calm the storm of what I'm facing You calm the waves while I'm waiting through the oppression, affliction, and sorrow I praise you in this time that's borrowed I just wanna praise and lift up your name Cause you are great and greatly to be praised Where would I be without you, Lord? Where would I be without you? Jesus, you are so good, so good Your love for me, how can it be? Delivered myself from death My eyes from tears and my feet from falling I walk before the Lord in the land of the living I have a heart of thanksgiving Bless me with a wife and three children I'm not your servant, that's why I'm living I pay my vows to the one above the stars and clouds I reverence the Lord so I take my hat off in his house that's the way I was raised Give your life to the Lord today Cause you're so good, so good That's why I sing Cause you're so good, so good Yeah, true testimony But it's His glory I just wanna praise and lift up your name Cause you are great and greatly to be praised Where would I be without you, Lord? Where would I be without you? Jesus, you are so good, so good Your love for me, 